G'day. I'm Jelly, a.k.a. Daniel Farrelly. I'm Alice Zhao. And I'm Curtis Herbert. And this is Independence, a show where we talk about what it takes to make it as an indie creator on the iOS App Store and beyond. You sound so enthusiastic today. <laughs> Who are you? I feel enthusiastic. Maybe it's because Dub Dub is coming up. WWDC, which is for people not in the know. Though I'm not sure why they would be listening to this show. They but could be Android developers. Well, yeah, it's true, I guess. But WWDC is is a developers conference done by Apple. It is the worldwide developers conference. And mostly it's just a chance for everybody in this community to go and hang out together in San Jose every year. And in the lead up to WWDC, it's pretty common to see a lot of people in this community sort of preparing for the event by selling T-shirts, they do their sticker orders and they get all their stuff together so that they've got their merch game on for the event. And it's that time of year again. It's coming up and I'm excited because I'm going to be there. By the time this episode is released, I guess it may be a little bit too late, but I just want to talk about getting merchandise together and the sorts of merchandise that we do for our products. Flamethrowers. <laughs> flamethrowers. The kids love that one. <laughs> Slopes themed. Slopes the flamethrower. I actually, for the longest time, resisted the idea of merch. Only because a I hate inventory, <laughs> and b I hate giving things that giving things to people that no one actually wants, or perhaps I thought they didn't want. <laughs> but now I'm I've kind of, <laughs> I've kind of sold on it now, only because I I do have some stickers. Well, why though? What sold you on it? Uh, just like the fact that people were like, "Oh, I want a gust sticker." I'm like, "You do? Why would you?" Want that? <laughs> I I never anticipated giving it to adults. It was more like for the kids, and I don't interact with my users as often or like in the wild or at a conference right they're not they're not there so i never anticipated giving it to fellow developers i mean they're getting younger and younger but sure <laughs> yeah there's so many scholars at dub dub last year were, there, were any of them three years old <laughs> the youngest was nine i think so they it's 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 oh, moving cute. that direction so <laughs> i guess the first question that i have then is what even is the point of merchandise like what do you two see the point being for creating merch for your relative apps relative respective yeah respective so the first time i created anything was the alphabet posters it just made sense because i had all these cute little graphics and we're a language app company so i created some language posters around it i've made it first for yano's kids and then i'm like oh this is this is adorable i should make a whole bunch of them for all languages so it made sense because for me even though i was resistant to making anything period it was educational it was useful and i was like okay i could do that because i i there was a point where yano goes let's just order a bunch of gus dolls from china i go no are you gonna store like five thousand plush gussies like somewhere in Mm. your house because i'm not gonna do it Uh, but posters i could do (laughs) so i don't think i was quite like you where i necessarily resisted it originally i just think i didn't really have the time to do it like most indies i was just too overwhelmed with everything yeah i don't know the reason why i first did it my first uh merchandise was stickers for slopes Mm -hmm. and it was right as i was about to launch the 2.0 release which was when i was going free and i figured slopes would be getting more popular more downloads stuff like that i figured it might actually start getting some traction and it just seemed like 
A, it was kind of fun for me. Like, hey, look, I have a sticker. That's great. Like, it was fun to make. Mm. And B, it was something that I definitely saw other apps doing it, other conferences doing it, other events. Like, stickers, at least within the iOS community, stickers and pins, definitely seem to be appreciated. You see Mm -hmm. stickers adorned on laptops everywhere you go when you're at WWDC for, you know, open source things like CocoaPods or like everything. So I, I think at that point, I kind of realized at least sticker culture was a thing. Um, and I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? Like, it's, you know, a couple hundred bucks to drop to try this out and see how it goes. And then it's kind of kind of gone from there. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I've had a similar journey with it. I don't necessarily know if I was ever against merchandising my app. And obviously, I'm not. <laughs> no, well, I I, th- I think it was less that I was against it because I didn't want to have all this stuff in my house. Yeah. I certainly have done that. <laughs> One of the first things that I did, I ordered t-shirts and stickers for gift wrapped and I had them. Oh. I just, they were just things that I would give away. I had like not a lot of t-shirts. It was like 50 or something, not a huge amount, but I, I, and I knew somebody that would, was, you know, would hand screen print them for me. So it was like, you know, it was pretty good. And I brought them along and I just gave them out, but I sort of like, Clearly, I have no problem with having stacks of T-shirts. Yeah, I've seen your desk and your floor, Jelly. You have no problem with stacks of shit lying around. (laughs) Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I see how this is. But, like, I just, I don't know. I I feel, I I, I think I kind of feel the whole thing of, do people actually even care? Like, do people want a gift-wrapped T-shirt? Is that a thing that people actually want? That's the camp I was in. (laughs) Yeah, I think that all three of us were suffering from the ever-so-popular imposter syndrome of, like, why would anyone want a sticker or a pin or a shirt or anything of GIF-wrapped Gus or Slopes? Like, why would anyone care? And I I think that's a very common thing to fall into. Yeah. But at least for me, I think part of what also is pushing me over was even before I went free and bigger i was having users write in with just how much they loved the app or you know it was making the difference on their family trips because the whole family was competing amongst each other for various speeds please be safe on the slopes people um and it it was just something that i could see was bringing at least some people joy so it Mm. definitely started to click in my head a little bit of like oh okay i do have some passionate users out there and they tend to like swag yeah i don't no, if that's necessarily the case with gift wrapped, I, I I sort of always get hung up just in general, and this is like a side topic all of its own. I sort of get <laughs> hung up on the fact that gift wrapped is like it's a dumb gift app, like it's not exactly like making changes to people's lives. <laughs> so it's sort of hard for me to see like the point of having gift wrapped merch. Stickers is one thing, like they're super cheap to for me to create, and it doesn't really matter if I have like thousands of them littering my house. Because they, you know, are relatively easy to keep sort of contained in a pile on your desk. In a pile on my Curtis. desk, they, they, <laughs> well, they're in a box that I've, I've helpfully put a gift wrap sticker on top of, oh. so I know what's in the box. It's a nice box. It's like a tin thing, and it's good. Yeah. The concept of going sort of larger than that, of going to t-shirts or or the like, and some other things that we'll probably get into a bit later. I, I just, I just not sure that people want them. I, Jelly, I think you're missing the key idea here, and you can pay me later. <laughs> stickers or whatever merch of your favorite jets yeah i think you've pitched that one to me before (laughs) oh maybe it's it's quite possible but that's that's where the loyalty of your customers are customers are at it's their favorite memes yeah you you gotta find a way to just print those memes 
then you're set. That's a whole other revenue stream for you right there, Jelly. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm just I'm just not super sure that that's some that's a direction that I want to go down. Let's be or honest. is it Probably copyrighted? Not. That's <laughs> that's that. the issue there is that I'm starting to like head into issues of copyright and stuff. Yeah, I just I I think the thing is is that like I never really saw a huge reaction to the to the merch that I gave away. Did either of you have intense like you know good reactions or bad reactions to the merch that you that you created? Alice, you had great ones, right? Yes, actually, just one today. So <laughs> I basically gave all my coworkers posters. I'm like, you know what? I don't want to hold these anymore. I got other stuff to do. <laughs> <laughs> I see how it is. No, <laughs> it's like Halloween candy the day after you just shove it on your coworkers. Just take yeah. it. No, I also it also gave me something to give my new coworkers and make me feel really good. But I gave a Hebrew one away, and she just told me today that she went and laminated it and brought it to her synagogue, and everyone was like, "Wow, who made this?" And I was like, "How did you not hear about me before?" No, <laughs> Don't you know I'm in Forbes magazine? I'm. A big deal. <laughs> but yeah, it was such like such a great reaction. I love hearing about it. I love when I hear about kids' reactions to it. Yeah, and we, I sell it on Etsy and I get the reactions from there too or reviews. And so it feels really good. Five stars, guys. That's that's the only place where you have five stars. <laughs> five star merch. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so like I said, I started with stickers. And the first two years I did sticker runs at the end of the season, I would just email my mailing list and be like, hey, who wants stickers and cut that off at like the first 500 usually. And boy, was that a bad idea because then I had to envelope (laughs) stuff, 500 envelopes, print the addresses on envelopes. And let me tell you, the first year I didn't have mail merge set up or anything like that. This was just like emails coming in. So I'm generating in pages 500 (laughs) envelopes printing those which even though i have a laser printer those things overheat so it ended up taking hours to print all these and then stuffing envelopes getting all the stamps oh my god it was such a process so after year two i stopped that and yeah i could definitely tell from how quickly people would be like oh yeah i definitely want some stickers and would send me pictures back of like stickers on their snowboard stickers on their skis on their computers on their cars um, I, I definitely was starting to realize, uh, I guess this is like 2017-ish, early 2017, that like, yeah, merchandise was something that people wanted. They were enthusiastic about the app. And this is a way, I guess, for them to share their passion about the app. It's like a badge almost. Like, mm. it's a way for them to kind of say like, yeah, this is something I'm really into. The same way that people might do that for like a TV show or whatever. Like, it's, it's a way to broadcast their passion about something. And I guess for some reason people were passionate about slopes um so it it was (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i hope i didn't sound too cocky there no i mean like i I don't get this app (laughs) i don't get the desire to put a sticker of my logo on things i still don't get that but people apparently want to so yeah that's that was kind of how i dipped my toe and then for i guess specifically for you jelly for dub dub last year i tried just giving away pins they're kind of the you met the slopes creator pin and people seem pretty enthusiastic about it. A lot of the people I gave it away to were people in our community. So they weren't necessarily passionate slopes users. So it's like, Oh, cool. Thanks. Kind of thing. Some people really enjoyed them, but I think that when you're targeting your apps, direct audience, you'll get a much more positive response. Mm-hmm. Out yeah. Of it. Yeah. I think that's, I think that's the key thing there that like, the merchandise that you create, like a lot of other things that you have to do when you're building apps and stuff like that, 
you got to be you got to be really cognizant of of who your target is because if you're not aiming at at what they want then you're not you, you're going to sort yeah. of you're going to miss the mark it's the same case with like with other forms of like marketing and stuff like that that you're that you're having to do like you've got to you've got to make sure that your your target audience is the stu- is 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 going to be into the stuff that you're going to create. Yeah, and that's something that like for me I could cheat by looking at other ski brands. Yeah. for the kind of stuff. So <laughs> yeah. stickers definitely a ski thing. You go to a ski resort, you'll see stickers slapped everywhere. Uh pins not so much, but shirts and hoodies are definitely a thing. In 2017 after I saw people really liking the stickers and being passionate, I realized I couldn't do the mail stuffing anymore and through uh friend of mine the guy who makes black box puzzles he had just done merchandising and so he hooked me up with that company and that's been pretty good so far and they did shirts they helped me with the design of those they did hoodies and they were all on demand which is a big priority for me because i didn't want to have to keep shirts in my house or keep a warehouse full of 500 shirts and hope i sell them all yeah and that's been that's gone very well i mean it's been a small revenue stream um you know i've probably only earned uh profit uh, in two seasons, like a thousand and fifteen hundred, something like that. Like it's something, but it's not like oh my god, this is a huge new revenue yeah, stream. Right. But it's definitely been a source of passion for my users. I one of them, I did a shirt that only unlocks after you ski five hundred thousand vertical feet, uh, recorded with slopes specifically. And one of the reviews I got in the app store was like, "Skied the vert, got the shirt." Like people are actually pushing <laughs> to be so able to get cute. the shirt because it's a pretty nice design. Yeah. It's kind of in a badge of honor at that point. Like not only are they passionate about the app, but like it's this rare thing. And I think that that also got people passionate about it. Yeah. I've, I've always liked your approach to having the unlockable merchandising stuff because it feels like a way to have a physical representation of the thing that you, that, like the achievement that you unlocked. The yeah. trophy. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it really is. It's not just an app, yeah. And, you know, it's it is, it's a sort of thing where, like, you know, a lot of apps uh, and a lot of sort of um, games and stuff like that, you, like, you have achievements and that's a thing. Like, you know, unlocking achievements is sort of a fairly common thing these days. But ha- to unlock a physical, like a physical representation of that achievement is yeah. really cool. And I've, I've always, I've mm-hmm. always liked that. I got really mean this season and put, uh, so I've had that pin now since Dub Dub the last year. Yep. I put a section in my merchandise section that shows the pin locked down and it says, find me in real life. <laughs> or <laughs> uh, something along the lines of like, meet the guy behind slopes. Like I met the slopes guy is the title of the pin. Yep. And like, just trying to encourage people. Cause on my Instagram story for slopes specifically, I'll say like, Hey, I'm a Breckenridge. Like here's a picture Don't of what I look me. like kind yep. of thing. Like where's Waldo <laughs> on the slopes. And I've run into people that way. And it's kind of a thrilling thing for them. Um, but I'm mean because I'm teasing everybody else. For, and they're like, how the hell are we going to find this person? I don't even know where he lives. Um, oh, my God. I hope nobody looks up where he lives. Now, That's gonna now they do. They're going to figure it <laughs> out. Nah, nah. Well, well, so far on, on Independence, we've discovered that you live across the road from an Apple store. So it wouldn't be that hard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> By the powers of deduction, <laughs> that 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 reduces the number of uh, potential locations to quite a to quite a, a small number. Yes, uh, there are a lot of high rises here. Yeah, I can just imagine people showing up to your house and and wanting wanting pins. Now sure. they, they're just going <laughs> to knock on the door and be like, "Hey, I, I just after one of them pins. You, you got you got one of them pins. Tracked you down. <laughs> Found yeah. you. I've met you in real life. Where's where's my pin? Damn it." 
So we've already kind of talked about fulfillment a little bit, but is is there anything you'd like to add about storage and shipping and stuff like that? Because that is something that is really important with uh, with physical merchandise is that you've got to have some sort of plan. And that's sort of part of the reason that it's hard to do is that you've got to be able to store all this junk. (laughs) 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 Well, that's why I chose posters because they they're all vertical and they lay flat and they you know squeeze together i can put a lot in a a very small amount of space but i did not choose the fulfillment route for sure and i have to you know individually send them out and so i would say like yeah for sure not the wisest use of your time but i also run a store it's more economical i seem to have time for the longest time (laughs) to do all these things and now i don't but yeah so i I, fe- I do feel like it, you end up spending a lot of time, even though I make more money on each poster. The poster to print is actually pretty cheap. Um, and I felt like I was making, I don't know, 80% on uh, profit margin, which seemed like a lot. And now I'm just like, oh, but yeah. that was it really worth it? Um, probably not. But I also use these as uh, marketing and not just merchandise uh, for swag. It's like it's full on marketing. And so at least I, if I'm paying for marketing, I didn't want to like have to pay more money for it to be fulfilled by someone else. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Yeah. For me, like, I guess the trade-off was after the massive demand of stickers that I was incurring every season, I just realized I needed fulfillment. And that's yeah. kind of where I yeah, started. Your numbers are way higher. <laughs> I didn't originally think like, Oh yeah, I'm going to make some shirts. Like that came later. It was, I started yeah. worrying about fulfillment for stickers and actually I was using sticker mule for a while, but then they decided to close. Uh, they had like, you could set up your own store on sticker mm-hmm. mule as a third party, like Shopify or something. But then they decided they weren't going to do that anymore. So I'm just like, Oh shit. I have a bunch of customers who wanted stickers and can't get them now. So then I found the current partner I'm with, and then we started having discussions of like, oh, well, what about shirts? What about hoodies? Uh, And that's made a big difference for me because I'm not in this for the big profit margins. Like I set the prices as close to cost as I can just because I feel like, A, these have to be reasonably cheap compared to other shirts they can buy. Mm. And B, like this is more about like, hey, they want to wear their pride. I want to enable that as best as possible. I'm not making to look a big profit off of this. Yeah, like, that makes a lot more sense. I, I just don't want this to cost me time. Yeah, And I think that's going to be a really big consideration for you, Jelly, depending on if you want to expand this beyond WWDC, is definitely keep the time commitment in mind. Mm. Because this is something the customers will buy it. And they will expect it within a reasonable time frame. Yeah. So it's hard to back burner it for too long. It's something that you really have to just stay on top of. And if you're working on other things within your business, that might not be something you want to get into. So that's where I've seen, I think I've seen uh, recently a lot of people have been going with Cotton Bureau and they're selling stickers and pins and stuff. And I don't know like if you have to have minimum orders or how it all works, but I've seen a lot of indie app developers go that way. But you definitely want some kind of partner out there that's going to be dealing with orders, delivery, all that kind of stuff, I think. Unless you're just giving away a couple free stickers and then you don't have to worry about that overhead. Yeah, I, I think because I, I, overall, I feel like fulfillment would be great. Like having somebody to deal that deal with that stuff for me, it would be great, but it is, it is sort of a time sink and mm-hmm. depending on what, on the route that you want to go down, which is to say like, depending on the sort of stuff that you want to sell, there are definitely options. Cotton Bureau, I believe do have minimum levels, which is why you see a lot of sort of more, the more popular apps and podcasts and stuff like that tend to use them as opposed to just, you know, 
random people. But like there are there are definitely other places. One one company that does sort of t shirt orders is Teespring, yeah, and they do all the fulfillment for you. And I think you can leave shirts ongoing with them if you if you feel that way. And I'll be honest, the quality with them is sort of like yeah, it's hit or miss. <laughs> but you know, it it it's I guess it's one of those things that you have to prioritize the amount of time that you're spending on that versus your the actual stuff that you're trying to do yeah because people are used to most of the swag they get not being the highest quality and you know me I, yeah i want my shirts to be nice and i've been very happy with the provider i'm using but i, I think you do have a little bit of leeway there definitely jelly yeah where i think people are used to like a little bit you know the, the shirt's gonna feel a little bit firmer in the fabric not quite as soft like people are used to that for a uh, nerd <laughs> swag yeah, yeah. and uh, look at the end of the day like the this there's still relative you can still get relatively nice shirts shirts from places like teespring i'm not it's it's not a bad like it's not bad yeah it's just you know it it, it is but it is definitely a teespring is definitely a step down quality wise the two from say cotton bureau which is you know right. it's very sort of it's it's the more up market of the of the custom t-shirt you know businesses so i will name drop really quick just because i always like pimping the guy that helped me with this the so the pins since i'm not worrying about fulfillment for those i'm doing that myself as kind of just a, i'm going to hand them out to people i see yeah and that's definitely i think a great entry way into swag again you might not be hitting your target market so jelly you might want to consider doing a limited run of stickers if you have a newsletter or something just like hey first 50 people and see how quick that goes yeah but the pins have definitely helped me gauge like yeah there's demand for this uh, so I used a guy, Pin Game Strong is the handle on Twitter and most things. Uh, and he helped me through like designing a pin that would look good based on like, okay, this type of material and this is how the thickness of the borders that you need. And like he really helped me take my idea of my pin uh, into something that would print well. Uh, because it's not just like, oh, it's a digital printer. It can just print it. Like they have to make molds and all kinds of crazy yeah. injection. Yeah. And so if you're going the pin route, it might be worth getting someone at least a little bit high touch for your first go around because there's definitely a learning curve there. And now fortunately for me, since I have the mold with him, like they can just remake my pins at any time for a lot cheaper, which is nice. That's cool. So yeah, definitely analyze the swag and like how difficult it is and and figure out like if you need a partner that's going to help you with that and how comfortable you feel ordering 500 pins for the first time, not knowing how they're going to turn out. <laughs> yeah, pins are definitely something that I'm thinking about because in 2017, when uh, when we were at DubDub, I remember James Thompson having PCALC yes. pins and they were one of the things that everybody wanted. Um, I know that mm-hmm. Apple had pins and like those were definitely going as well, but everybody that I talked to was like, yes, I want a Peacock pin, which is impressive, I've got to say. Well, okay, he gets uh, to cheat. Everybody's going to use a calculator. That's not true. everybody's going to ski. Yes. And that's what always gets <laughs> me. Most people in my industry don't use my app. But even <laughs> even before then, even before then, I'd been thinking about pins, but that was definitely something that sort of made me think about it even more. Yeah, he nailed them. They were they were good, and he had fun yeah. with them too. Yeah, they were really they were really great. They were such good pins. So I, I guess like what sorts of things that have have the two of you seen like other people do that's sort of been cool and been inspirational for like things that you would like to do in the future? I've seen some interesting things that wouldn't be of use to me personally. I think, although I'm toying with ideas, but I do like seeing merchandise that can augment the app experience in some way. I've seen a really smart thing recently yep. uh, when Launch Setter Pro three 
came out, I guess this is like one or two months ago at time of recording. Uh, David, the creator of that, uh, he came up with NFC based stickers. Uh, so the idea with launch centers, like it's a quick launch thing. Uh, you can do quick commands, all that kind of stuff, quick launch apps. And so his idea with the NFC sticker is that could trigger actions within launch center pro. So for example, you could put a sticker on the dock that you have in the car for your phone. And as soon as the phone would be on the dock, you could send a launch center pro action because the sticker's there to start playing your music. So you don't have to do anything. It just does everything for you. And I really like that idea of creating merchandise. That's not just about enthusiasm for the app. And now also those stickers look really cool and it has launch center icon and like they're, they're also about pride, but like they're also useful. Um, so that's something I've been trying to think of going into next season is can I figure out anything that makes you ski 10% faster if you're wearing this merchandise or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> Slopes, the rocket engine. It could just be an NFC sticker that like, wait, 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 that changes the, uh, to just puts a multiplier on, the, uh, on the, the speed that you show in the app. So you're not actually going faster. It just looks ah, like you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Just totally fake it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fake yeah. It you the brag the sticker. <laughs> <laughs> I like that idea of doing anything that is useful. <laughs> Again, like I hate stuff for the sake of having stuff. I don't have anything specific in mind, but I like the idea of having like something educational and interactive. So I can yeah. imagine something where you're like either scanning or interacting with something else and then creating an educational experience out of that. Well, I, I think you already kind of have that because at least in the education space, like those posters of letters, like I remember in first grade, like we had letters all over the classroom that were some kind of characters. Like that is a very useful thing. Yeah. So I think you might've already stumbled upon that. But I even like to interact with the app, I think would take that experience even further okay something like mm. that where it's like using the app to either scan or having a background to put some type of augmented reality well, thing i mean th this is sort of leaving merch behind and going directly yeah, to a little like, bit <laughs> like full-on side like full-on side products but something like the toy lines that that have that sort of took off for a while there things like uh what was it called skylanders and the lego oh yeah what's it called Lego worlds? No, something. Um, but you know the things that I mean, like they're, they're, they're physical toys, like they mm -hmm. are yes. actually toys, but then like you can use them to play games and stuff like that. And I've seen like, I, I've yeah, seen it was a the lot demo of they had a dub dub last year with AR kit, I think. So there was where they the, had Lego. the Lego bricks on stage right. and then they had the iPad. The game yeah. that I'm yeah. thinking of, I, yeah, I can't think of the name, but I, I think maybe it's Lego worlds, but it might not be. Like the Disney Infinity that no longer exists, like Skylanders, it was like you had a thing on the, you had a little uh, thing that let you basically put models onto a... Yeah, it's an NFC reader. Yeah, it's an NFC reader and it would just put models on there and they would appear in the game. I have a bunch of Disney Infinity models that are really cool <laughs> toys, but they also like, they also have the NFC chip in the bottom and it lets you like import this character into the game and you can play as this character, right? Right. It's the same as like Nintendo Switch and the Amiibos. Those are huge. Yeah. Everyone loves Yeah, exactly. And they're everyone like with like a Nintendo product <laughs> tends to buy an Amiibo because it locks in not just like it unlocks stuff, not just in one game, but, but like in multiple game. games, even new games that come out. It's yeah. like if you have this Amiibo, you get this. So the long story short is that that is, that is definitely a direction that you could go down with, with um, something like Gus. I think the great thing about Gus being educational and being for kids is that you've got like educational play is a huge yeah. opportunity yeah. so for much room like for creativity too. and creativity yeah. 
th- there's no chance of me creating like little figurines and having that unlock something in in yeah. There's same here. Yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, it, it, that's not a thing for me, but it totally would be a thing for you. It would it would probably take up space in your house, but that's definitely something. <laughs> that's definitely a direction yeah. that I would go down. I think there's like in some capacity, I do that just a little bit where some of the f- like language printables that we created are based on the lessons inside the app. I'm just trying mm. to create the physical version of it in paper, well, in paper form, but just extending the play or extending the education outside of the app and tying it all together. That was, that's my ultimate goal. But yeah. Yeah. So I guess we should probably start to wrap up, but I, before we do that, I want to ask a sort of a blue sky question, which is, if there was no limitations, like if you didn't have to worry about storage space or necessarily fulfillment or the the, gener- the sheer cost of having to put things together, what sorts, of, uh, what sorts of merchandise would you create for your app? Like what's something that you would really love to create given uh, all the you know, limits getting being removed? I was going to make a joke about creating like actual an actual Gus world because <laughs> only because we're going to Harry Potter world in a couple of months and I'm very excited about it. That's not exactly merchandise, but it is brand recognition. It's a little, it's a little <laughs> bit larger than merchandise. You said, you said, sky's the that, limit. There is so no limits. I went, I went that far. <laughs> <laughs> that is the literal definition of no limits. <laughs> Going along the lines of what I said earlier was just like I always wanted to turn the you know the stories that we create or the Gus stories. I wanted to turn that into actual physical books that they can interact with. Yeah, I think that would be really fun. Ooh, or little owl figurines. No, that could be no really more. Cute. I don't. That's just stuff. <laughs> that doesn't uh, help you learn anything. That's just how I feel. No, I, I, don't, I disagree. There's been a lot of like educational play apps that have that sort of. Uh, have littered. I'm uh, not littered. Littered is a bad word, but you know they, they, they do. Ex- there's a lot of them in, that exist. Um, Toka Boka is that the one? Is that the one? Toka Boka. Oh Toka yeah, Boka. yeah, yeah. Toka Boka. Like the, the, like those those are those are some uh, ex- examples of um, like if just like unlimited creative play, but with a sort of an educational slant. And I definitely think that that is a direction that like could incorporate physical toys. There's no reason that that couldn't you know, exist. Yeah, like an owl plushie. Kids would love that. They'd I go to bed with it. I told you, I don't want 5,000 yeah. plushies in my house. You got to find a distributor. I, I love the concept of it. I just... This is no I, limits. I, don't, I wouldn't even buy it for no my limits. own kids. So that's my problem because I hate stuff. <laughs> I, I, I think I'm just... One, I'm in the minority for sure. I, I just don't like stuff. <laughs> See, I love figurines. They're all over my house. I know. I know. Plush toys and stuff. Yeah, I, I, I definitely have a good collection of Star Trek starships over here to my right. Yeah. About fifty I of am them. I'm the opposite and then a of bunch you guys. Of figurines over here. <laughs> yeah. So it, if I had kind of blue sky, I guess it's I don't know which way to go with it. But the thing that inspired me was there's a company out there. I don't know how well they're doing anymore, but they were doing 3D printing of the trail that you hiked at a mountain. So it'd print like a small 3D thing of the mountain that you were at, like a two by two inch or a five by five inch, nothing mm. too big. And then it would print the satellite image of the mountain on top of that. And then it would print like this little red route of the track that you took, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, and I think that could be really cool for printing out like, oh, here was my big season trip to Breckenridge. Uh, and here's a printout of all the different runs that I took on it. Or... 
And this is where I think I'm running into problems because all that stuff, that's copyright free. I think people are also really passionate about getting like maps of the resorts or interesting renditions of maps of the resorts and stuff. And I feel like at that point that gets dangerous because I don't know what exactly trademark copyright stuff Mm -hmm. might be on a representation of like all the trail names and stuff. Uh, But I feel like people might like that idea of some kind of physical thing because a bunch of ski lodges you go to or people's condos, like they have wall prints of, you know, an artist rendering of the mountain of their favorite mountain or something like it's very much a thing in the industry. Um, So I'm wondering if I can do something with 3D printing in that arena. And that plays so well. Yeah. And I tried to reach out to that Nice Trails uh, was the name of that company. And they never really got back to me. I was like, hey, I'd love to integrate with you. But I even looked at buying my own 3D printer. But that's just a stupid idea right now. That's bringing you back to uh, stickers. (laughs) Sending out stickers. Yeah. Fulfillment (laughs) issues. Um, But this is something I could charge a premium for, which would be nice. Sure. But yeah, I don't know. I, I think there's something cool about like representation of resort 2d 3d uh, representation of your trip uh there could be something kind of cool there i think you just buy a resort and name it <laughs> there you go oh my god <laughs> uh, we'll have a gus world we'll have a slope resort world. and then we'll just have a gift so, wrapped meme something or other <laughs> so you joke uh, but a friend of mine pointed out that there's a resort in upper new york that you can completely rent out for the day for a couple thousand dollars and they will provide the lift operators they will provide everything and you can have i think up to like 200 people there or something like that like it's a tinier resort but i could literally have slopes the resort for a day for not a crazy amount of money uh so you know maybe next year year. (laughs) (laughs) slopes resort coming to you slopes con slopes con there you go slopes con (laughs) that's already fireside cocoa (laughs) same thing (laughs) I don't know that I have a lot of blue sky thinking as far as gift wrap is concerned. One of the great things about not just being dedicated to gift wrap, like obviously we've talked mostly about gift wrapped, but one of the great things about not being strictly gift wrapped is that I have other options to go down. Yeah, you're a creative. Yeah. Uh, one, of, like, one of the things that I'd really like to do is, um, is take my progressions, which is my music to, uh, music app, and, uh, and sort of run with that a little bit more and see what I can, what I can do merchandise-wise for that because that's something that people use in a like, sort of a pro capacity. So it's sort of one of those, it's one of those things that have a bit more um, possibilities. Mm-hmm. I can see myself having like hardware to go along with it that automatically changes the song that you're playing or something like that. Oh, that's other merchandise I want. A slopes case <laughs> that, that so iPhones, if you're recording video with them while you're going down the mountain, they will shut off very quickly because of the cold. Uh, I have it happen in like 15 seconds to me. So that's why you usually get a GoPro. I would love an iPhone case that shields your phone and keeps it warm enough that you don't have to buy a GoPro because the cameras on these things are amazing now, even for action. So you could just put it on a selfie stick and ski down the mountain without having to buy a GoPro. Just your thousand dollar phone on the end of the selfie stick. <laughs> yeah, but it wouldn't shut off in the cold anymore. So it could be like the slopes cozy for your phone or something. <laughs> I think blue pad. sky people, blue sky, <laughs> blue skies. There are a lot of options as far as merchandise is concerned, and yeah, we'll see what we'll see what we bring to Dub Dub this year. But we'll <laughs> see what also what also what we end up selling. All of pins, come and find me. Yes, I definitely want one of those pins. I can go in my bag. Yes, I already got one. <laughs> Jelly wool stickers, all of pins. I'll have other things. And Alex, if I we're show still up, trying to talk into Dub Dub. We'll I haven't. See, uh, we'll see. I haven't shown all my cards just yet. I, I, I will. Uh, <laughs> 
we'll have other things as well. Jif, the peanut butter. Oh my god! Oh my no. god! That would be actually that would be hilarious. No, I think only Curtis has Curtis has to like walk around with it though. You know, <laughs> indeed. <laughs> If you would like to send us an email, get in touch with us and tell us your ideas for uh, for merchandising, you should do that. We have an email address that you can email and that is hello at independence.fm. If you would like to get in touch with us individually, you can do that as well. We are all on Twitter on occasions. Uh, I am Jelly Bean Soup. I'm Eat a Duck I Must. And I am at Parrots, the plural of the bird. And that's all we've got time for this fortnight. So uh, thank you all for listening. And until next time, goodbye.